All right, everyone, welcome back to the Renegades Experience Podcast. Um, I'm relaunching this because I think I finally have re- the real direction that I want to take it. Uh, I have a really good outline uh, for all the episodes, some great topics, a lot, a lot of research going into this, um, and I feel definitely a lot more confident, but just um, excited about the direction and the vision for it. So today's episode, we're going to be talking about persistence. Um, a little bit about the historical implications uh, from people throughout history that have practiced it, uh, why it's so important, how it plays into the general scheme of um, accomplishing pretty much anything that you set your mind to in life, why it's so important uh, just even in day-to-day life for anything that you want to get done um, and move forward in your life. So this is the the kickoff episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm really excited to get this uh, get this rolling. If you're interested in making your own podcast or want to be a guest, I would recommend checking out the Anchor.fm app. That's what I'm using um, here on my phone. Actually, I record, edit, do everything off of my phone. It's really easy to use. It's amazing. It goes up on all platforms, and you can even monetize your uh, your podcast after a certain amount of uh, well, once your listenership gets high enough. You can do advertisements and sponsorships and all sorts of other cool stuff on there, but it's like an all-in-one hub for making your podcast sleek and easy. I would definitely check it out. But with no further ado, let's jump into podcast episode one. Uh, Well, technically, it's like number six, but it's the relaunch, episode one of the Renegades Experience podcast. I'm your host, Andrew Puckett. Thanks for tuning in. So... Every single week, I'm going to be going over a book of the week, and today's book of the week is one called Tax-Free Wealth by an author named Tom Wheelwright. That's T-O-M-W-H-E-E-L-R-I-G-H-T. Tax-Free Wealth is an offshoot from um, Robert Kiyosaki's Rich Dad, Poor Dad series. Uh, From what my understanding is, the author was kind of commissioned to write on this topic uh, from Robert Kiyosaki, but... The book is very, very large. Um, it's like a nine-and-a-half-hour audio book. I don't know what the actual page count was because I was doing it all audio. I would highly recommend taking notes, going slow, and then applying uh, all the principles within with good consultation from you know a tax professional uh, because it's, it's just an outstanding book for anyone who's looking to make better use of their money, manage their money better, to grow it, um, and to keep more of it... Um, instead of paying so much in taxes. It's completely legal. It just goes through all the the systems and the incentives that are set up in our American government. Um, I think that it's an excellent start for understanding how to use uh, your money most effectively. It definitely gives plenty of in-depth analysis on income types, and it actually makes a very global approach to building tax incentive uh, or tax-free, tax-incentive-based income. Uh, One of the points that the author Um, wheelwright makes is that he wanted to write the book only if he could do it from a global perspective and what he found in his research was that a majority of all of the countries in the world actually have tax laws very 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 similar to the united states so obviously if you're not in the united states check with your professionals in the area but majority of the rules are all built off the same system so it can be applied more or less no matter where you go um and then the, the book itself, like I said, is kind of an offshoot from the Rich Dad, Poor Dad series, but I think it'd be a great pair if you're just getting into um, financial literacy from a tax perspective, from an investing perspective, um, to pair this book with the Rich Dad, Poor Dad series by Robert Kiyosaki. Um, there's one called Cashflow Quadrant. 
Um, he has a newer book called Fake, and uh, it's just it's just a great one. As I said in the beginning, if you're going to apply these, talk to your tax consultant, and um, it's never too late to keep more money and use it to grow. Um, obviously, I'm not advocating people be greedy, but if you can, use your money more effectively to grow it and to build um, wealth for your family so that you can give more, so you can use it more uh, for more freedom. And uh, now we're going to jump into the, the actual topic of the day, persistence. Um, and a great quote that I wanted to use to kick this off was from Winston Churchill, and it says, success is a stumbling from failure to failure with no loss of enthusiasm. Winston Churchill was an amazing leader during the World War II fight against the Axis, um, leading the Allies through Europe. Winston Churchill, the Prime Minister of England, um, one of history's probably greatest people at being persistent. Um, failure was just a stepping stone to successes and a learning, not a roadblock for him. And he used that to his advantage and how he continued to press on and how he inspired his people and people all across the world, the free world that were fighting against the Axis to continue to be persistent and continue to fight. Um, ultimately, obviously resulting in one of the greatest moments in human history where defeating, defeating those forces and um, just bringing peace for a time being, across the world. Um, so the next thing I want to say is that there's a few uh, key points about persistence. How do you become more persistent? And I think it comes down to positive thinking, knowing what you want, knowing your why, setting a plan, taking small, consistent actions, measuring your progress, and taking breaks. So positive thinking, it's amazing how many people don't, don't actually uh, practice that. Uh, if you can catch yourself in your in your thoughts thinking negative or downplaying what you think your potential is, ultimately, I believe that you're going to end up falling to those levels. So it's important to catch yourself before you take any actions, your thoughts, your visions um, of what you see, what you believe you can do before you take action and thinking those up, not thinking those down. Uh, part two, knowing what you want. Um, it's so important. One of my favorite authors um, John Maxwell, he says, you can't, uh, you can't accomplish, uh, I'm paraphrasing here, so don't quote me on this, but you can't accomplish something if you don't know what you want. Like you can't get it if you don't know what it is. Um, I think that's so true. Knowing what you want, having a vision and being able to get after it. Otherwise, what are you being persistent for? If you don't have a goal, an actual target, um, the, the times you get up and keep trying, keep trying, you won't be striving towards something. So you'll, you'll just kind of be floundering. Um, knowing your why, that's part three of this. Uh, I think that one of the best books I've read is Start With Why by Simon Sinek. And it's all about once you have your vision, it's like the core of why you have that vision. What's pushing you um, bigger, than your, bigger than yourself? Um, what are you fighting for that can affect you know, humanity, your community, your family? What's bigger than you? Um, knowing that, living, breathing it, it's a, it's a great motivator. It's a great inspiration. I'll definitely check that book up. Uh, check that book out. Uh, part four is setting a plan. So once you have your vision, once you know why you want to do something, setting your plan in motion, spending the quality time that you need to, to develop, you know, an actionable strategy to accomplish your vision. Um, so many people don't do that. And uh, ultimately, they, they spend too much time trying new things, they lose their focus, and they lose their vision. Um, you know, they take too much time to stop and smell the roses and they get distracted by all the other flowers. Um, and before you know it, they're, they're not even on track at all to accomplish those things. 
Number five, taking small, consistent actions. Uh, one of my favorite artists of all time, Nipsey Hussle, he, uh, he has an album called The Marathon. And I think it's great because life is a marathon. You look at people like the Gary Vees, the Tom Bilyeus, um, and they're all in it for the long run because they love what they do and they're not trying to get quick overnight successes. They're willing to just chip away over and over again. Like, How do you think that the Statue of David, it wasn't made in one night, it was months and months and months and months, maybe even years, I don't know, of chipping away small amounts of stone to get to some beautiful masterpiece. And success uh, is the exact same way. It's just through persistence and uh, making those small marginal gains. Um, step or part six is measuring your progress. You know how many people I run into who will set a plan and then they'll go for it and they'll never actually measure where they're at on it. You don't, you don't get a map and a compass and never look back at the map and figure out where you are, how far you've come. It's crucial because you can reset, you can uh, reset your vision, reset your focus. Maybe you need to take a break, which is actually uh, step seven is taking breaks. You know, how many people burn themselves out? Persistence is about the long game. And if you burn yourself out, you won't be playing that long game. So it's about um, marginalizing the amount of time you'll have to take off or step away. But when you need to, doing it and embracing it and uh, just fully stepping away uh, breathing so that when you come back, you'll be more energized, you'll be more creative, you'll be more um, inventive so you can move your vision forward. Now, in terms of a growth mindset, I think that's really, really important for persistence in general. Uh, the growth mindset is, is people who embrace challenges, don't quit during setbacks, set effort as a path to mastery or see effort as a path to mastery, learn from criticism, Find lessons and inspiration in others. Um, if I were you, I'd write all those down. Maybe rewind it, write those down. And think about yourself. Be honest with yourself. Maybe maybe compare how you do with those things um, right now versus how you should be doing. Are you embracing challenges? Uh, do you see roadblocks as stepping stones to get stronger or things that will slow you down? Um, you know, do you quit during setbacks? The moment it gets hard, the moment it gets frustrating, are you stepping away and um, choosing not to embrace them? Do you see effort as a path to mastery? Um, it's like if you want to get stronger and you go to the gym, but you never push yourself to the limit, you're never going to get, or well, maybe not limit, but if you don't push yourself, you're not going to get stronger. It's the exact same principle with success, with persistence. It's about knowing your limits and progressively trying to move them millimeters, micrometers, a little bit bigger, a little bit bigger. If you can do that every single day, you will grow immensely. Um, learning from criticism. There's a lot of people out there, me included. Um, I think it's a human thing, but we don't like criticism because it, we feel it attacks us in a certain way. But if you can learn to love criticism and learn who to listen to, because not everyone is worth listening to, but if you can learn to appreciate criticism um, as creative feedback, um, and apply it into your growth, you're going to see crazy high gains there. Um, and then other people who find lessons and inspiration in others are usually the ones who have large, large, large amounts of motivation and inspiration. And they're the ones who move forward the most in life. It might be a long-term thing, but if you can look at other people and read someone else's story um, and see someone else's motives and feel inspired by that, maybe motivated to keep going, then chances are you're going to have a higher chance of success. Um, and so I think part of growth mindset is even just on learning and how we learn as humans. And persistence is about 
continually learning, continually chipping away, adding wisdom, adding knowledge to your catalog. Um, and so there's some statistics here that I wanted to cover in terms of how people retain information. And you know, information, wisdom, knowledge, it's all crucial to this growth process. But people retain 5% of information from lectures. They retain 10% from reading things, 20% from audiovisual, 30% from demonstration, 50% from group discussion, 75% from practice, and 90% from teaching and implementing. That's why you have to be someone of action. If you want to see growth, if you want to see success, if you want to practice persistence, you have to be applying uh, principles that you read. You have to be applying wisdom, helping others along the way, sharing that knowledge, discussing it with people. I think that's one of the beautiful things about being human, and that's one of the reasons why I'm doing this podcast in the first place is because the more I talk about it, the more I share it, the more I implement it. It keeps me accountable, and it helps me grow in ways that I never would have if I didn't talk about it. Group discussion, 50% of the information you see and you talk about in group discussion, you'll retain it. Um, 75% from practice and 90% from teaching and implementing. Get out there and share what you know with people. The best way to learn is to teach. And um, I used to have a very negative negative uh, thought process uh, about people who never really had fully accomplished something crazy but were teaching and helping other people get there. And then I realized through my own personal experience that um, I learned so much more and actually grew so much faster when I actually went out and tried to help people and um, not necessarily tried, but help people and, and taught them what I was learning as well is that it just creates almost like a group think um, and it moves everything forward on a faster timeline and you retain so much more of that wisdom and information. And then the last thing I wanted to cover about persistence and something that is so important to personal growth is vision mapping. Um, my little mantra is see it, believe it, plan it, and achieve it. So if you don't know what you want, if you can't see it, you're not going to be able to get there. Um, believing in it, that's the mentality of just believing that it's truly possible. And I believe that almost anything that we dream up could be possible. Um, plan it. You know, take the time necessary to deconstruct that vision, starting with your end goal and working backwards to where you are now and say, what do I need to do step by step, day by day, week by week, month by month to get to that end goal? And then the last part is achieving it, right? Going out there, taking action, taking the right steps that you've already planned out, that you believe in, that you've already seen in your head, and just getting out there and doing it. That's, that's manifesting right there. That is seeing something, setting it into motion, and uh, bringing it into fruition in your life. It's very, very, very powerful. A lot of people don't want to put in the hard work to do it, but I promise you if you're persistent, if you make, if you make your vision uh, and you set it into motion, you will accomplish it. Just, just be persistent. Don't give up. And then uh, the last thing is just my little mantra for life. And I don't think it's necessarily reliant on uh, or plays 100% into persistence, but it's something that I've been living by and um, I do believe has great qualities in it. And it's just, it's really simple. And it's let your actions be for today, your vision be for tomorrow, and your focus be on the people around you. Um, you know, live, live like today is all you got in terms of what you take action on. Don't put things off to tomorrow if you don't have to. Um, it'll let your vision be for tomorrow, though. But think about what you're doing, how you're setting yourself up for success the next day and the day after that. And then let your focus be on the people around you, right? Don't be selfish. Think about the people around you. Think about your community. Give to them. Give back to them. Focus um, Focus on them. And I promise you that living by that mantra is going to free up a lot of mental space, emotional space, um, possibly even money, 
and how you spend it, how you choose to spend it, how you make it. It's just, it's been an overall game changer in my life. And I'd highly recommend anyone, um, anyone looking for uh, like a quick switch uh, in their life. I, I wrote, I've written a book that uh, was the 90 days of actions uh, and even readings that I took to literally put my life in a complete 180. And you know, a year later, I can say it was the best thing I've ever done in my life. It, it was difficult. It was hard. It almost broke me a few times, but it changed me forever for the better. And if you're looking for something that is going to, you know, help you just revolutionize, jumpstart your life, hit me up about that. I'm happy to share more um, and, and help you along with that journey because I do believe that everyone should go through that. Um, and since it worked with me and it's worked for other people that I know, utterly, completely changed their life. Um, I want to share it. I want to share it with everyone that I can. So thank you guys so much for tuning in. We're going to get a guest up next. And uh, thank you so much for listening. Please share this with people uh, and tune into the guest section that we have coming up.